Greetings, adventure. Welcome to D20 Academy. I'm your host, Shiloh Kunishiro, and today is episode 13, Campaign Progression. Okay, guys, so today's topic is going to be really fun to talk about. Um, it's something I'm pretty passionate about, something I like a lot. Um, and it's just kind of about, like, story, how story works, um, how, how to tell a story, you know, with the beginning, middle, and end in D&D um, and in a campaign. So I'm just going to kind of go over um, how that all works and um, give you some examples from my campaign, from my experience. Um, kind of compare how to tell us how telling stories in D&D is similar or different from how to tell stories in like TV shows or books and things like that. Uh, and so, yeah, and how to implement this as a DM uh, and as a playgroup. So let's get into it. So if you're not uh, familiar with what a campaign really is, um, it's by far the most fulfilling way to play D&D, uh, the best way to play the game. Uh, basically what a campaign is, is um, you have your playgroup and you're playing through a story um, and you know every week or whatever, every, once every month or once every week or however your playgroup, how often your playgroup meets, you're playing the next continuation of that story. So you pick up where you left off, everyone's playing the same characters, it's the same, you know, it's kind of the same storyline and things like that. And so you, you know, you're, you're like writing like a real story. So like, you're leveling up and characters are progressing and the story's progressing and you guys fight together and you guys solve problems together and things like that. Um, so the other way to play D&D would be in something like a one-shot, which is just one session, just for a couple hours, everyone creates new characters, and you just play through a small little adventure, and then that's it. And you don't go back to those characters or that story or anything again. Um, but a campaign is like, you know, it may take like several years. Uh, the campaign that I'm playing right now, um, ours is two and a half years uh, long. And, you know, people have been, some people are playing different characters than when they started. Um, because maybe the character died or left or whatever. Um, but most people are playing the character that they started with. And, you know, these characters have grown so much, not only as a party, but as individuals. And, you know, they've gained more powerful items and they've helped start saving the world. And they've fought baddies and they've lost some battles. And they've, you know, grown as a party and they've, you know, discovered some things maybe about their past. Or about, you know, some secrets of the world. And it's like a regular story. A very, very long <laughs> Um, story of these characters who started, you know, at level one, very small, um, not that strong, but as time has progressed, they've grown together as a team, uh, and they've gotten more powerful, and, you know, have fought back against the evil of the world, and things like that. Um, so, so that's what a campaign is. Um, you know, that, that's the typical way people play D&D. Um, most likely in any D&D shows you're going to watch, that's, that's going to be a campaign. Um, typically, we'll explicitly say it's a one-shot if it is. Um, but yeah. So D&D is a little bit different than like a regular story from like a movie or a book. Um, it's, it's not limited to that time, you know, like one to two hour time space that books and movies have. But instead, it, it can, you know, go on for as long as you want. And uh, it plays sort of like an episodic TV show. Um because it doesn't have those constraints of time and, and length. Um, whereas a book and, and movie, they can really only tell like one main storyline and maybe like a little subplot, um, just because they don't have enough time. Um, 
or enough content to fill all that time with. Um, they only have time for like a one main story. And a campaign is similar because it does have typically an overarching plot, an overarching story. Um, that the characters you know will be playing through and completing as they go along. But it plays a little more like an episodic TV show where there's adventures within the campaign. So uh, within this overarching story, there's little little stories within this this big story. Um, so obviously, uh, a campaign has a beginning, middle, and an end, and I'll get into that in a second. Uh, but then each of these little adventures inside the campaign also has a beginning, middle, and end. Um, so let's start by kind of looking at a good um, campaign plot line. So because plot lines, excuse me, because campaigns are more like uh, you know very very extended stories, uh, you can fill so much more into it. Uh, instead of comparing it to like a book or movie plot where the beginning, middle, and end, you know, typically it doesn't span over a long period of time, right? Um, uh, campaigns can you know span over in in the game like a couple years or so, or even in real life. And so it's more like the players, um, the characters, a little more like a character's life story. Because in game it might be a couple years or whatever that they've that they're fighting with these friends and that they're defeating this big evil and things like that. Um, so not only are the characters like you know growing and and fighting together and all this kind of thing, getting more powerful, but um, you know, they're like they're completing this overarching plot line. So at the beginning, uh, heroes are coming together, in in the in the kind of first part of a campaign of the beginning, middle, and end. In the beginning, uh, the heroes come together. You know, they meet each other. Uh, maybe they have a common goal. Um, maybe they have they're forced to work together. Um, it's whatever, depending on your campaign, depending on your story. Uh, the heroes are coming together. They are. In the beginning, they're, they're still very weak, um, not important, not a lot of people know about them. Uh, they don't, you know, realize their true potential, but they, you know, maybe are fighting back some kind of very small evil or, you know, saving just a couple people from death um, and becoming sort of maybe just folk heroes in the beginning. Of the little village of which the campaign starts, they kind of, you know, they might become pretty famous in that village for maybe like fighting off a goblin invasion or discovering... Um, a mystery to why the children are going missing or anything like that. Um, so very small. They're, they're starting very small in just like a localized little village or, you know, a little part of the, the world because um, they're solving a problem. And they also, during this time, are discovering their strength as a team. Um, so this is typically like in levels like 1 to 4, probably maybe even 1 to 5 is this time um, when they're coming together, discovering the strength of the team, becoming kind of folk heroes, and then also learning about the BBEG. And I talked about this uh, on this week's Monster Monday for the Mind Flare. Um, but the BBEG is the big bad evil guy, and that is, you know, the, the main villain of the entire campaign. So in the beginning, the heroes might actually even meet the BBEG, um, but of course they will not defeat the BBEG um, because, you know, this, this main villain is going to be the villain for the entire story the entire campaign so as a dm make sure you keep your bbg alive um anywho oh, oh of course and the bbg might not be an actual character it might not be like an evil wizard or something it could also be 
you know, a world-ending event that's coming up that was prophesied, or some kind of other dark force. So it, may, it doesn't have to be, obviously, a single individual. Um, but, you know, the big threat that is going to be the main problem in the whole campaign. Uh, then in the middle of the campaign, the heroes probably start traveling around, discovering more of what they can in the world. They're growing in strength and fellowship. Um, they're obtaining more powerful items. They're obtaining more powerful abilities by leveling up. Um, they're becoming, you know, somewhat popular heroes. Some people might recognize their name, um, you know, when they come into new towns and things like that, because they're solving more problems for people, saving more people, um, defeating more villains. Uh, maybe in the middle of the campaign, you're, the, the party is following a personal arc of a PC. Um, depending on, you know, like, a PC's background, maybe they run into a problem there, and so they maybe follow that kind of, one of those kind of arcs. Um, that's always that's always fun to do in kind of the middle of the campaign is have, you know, this the middle of the campaign is the bulk of the campaign, and this is really where the the characters should grow um, as a party and as individuals. So, as a DM, you want to explore their arcs, explore their storylines, their individual storylines, and things like that. Uh, maybe in the middle, they come across the BBEG a couple times. Um, maybe they even fight them, probably lose. Um, or maybe the BBG escapes or something. But they have to be definitely near the end of the of the middle section. They need to understand who the BBG is or what the BBG is and be able to realize, okay, they're threatening the world and like this could get really bad and we need to start putting our attention to stopping them. And in the end of the campaign, um, they are by now heroes of like infamous infamous heroes of the land. They've just saved, you know, countless lives. They've killed, you know, they've, they've solved so many problems, destroyed all these different kinds of dangers. So they're, you know, like very, very powerful in the world. Maybe the most powerful, like, individuals in the world other than the BBEG. Um, and the end is just focusing primarily on defeating the BBEG, solving the main problem of the, of the main campaign story, right? It's, it's kind of, it's the climax of the, uh, the campaign, saving the world, um, you know, like, World danger is imminent. Maybe world destruction is coming. Or the BBG is trying to gain dominion over the entire world. Um, the stakes have to be really, really high. The stakes have to climb as the campaign progresses. In the beginning, it may just be a couple lives. You know, of like a little small village or a family that, that the heroes are saving. Um, but by the end, it's you know has to be like really big. It has to be like the entire world or something like that. Um, because they're getting, more, they're getting way more powerful. Um... The, the the problems and danger have to scale with the party. So the more powerful the heroes are becoming, the more powerful the enemy is becoming. And the the higher the stakes are. You know, now it's thousands of lives instead of just a couple. Okay, so that's kind of a, a, a good campaign plotline, beginning, middle, and end. Uh, now let's look at, like, a good adventure plotline. Right, so a campaign is made up of these little adventures. Um, so in the beginning, um, there's a hook, something to grab the player's attention, make them interested in playing through this adventure. Um, there's tons of, like, info out there on, like, hooks for adventures. I may even make an episode about it sometime soon. Um, but as a DM, this this is, you know, sometimes, like, really hard for people, sometimes really easy for people. But you need to have something that reaches out and grabs the players and, and says, like, this adventure is going to be exciting. Like, give them a reason to want to go on it. Um, because if you've done all this planning for an adventure, but your hook is not good, they're not going to go on your adventure, and you have would have wasted all that time. 
So the first thing you want is to hook the players in, um, make them interested in wanting to, to go on this adventure, whether it be to save lives or because it's connected to someone's backstory or because, you know, it's a way for them to interact with the BBEG or anything. Uh, you got to hook them in. You also want this this, this beginning um, to be exciting, intriguing. Um, after they get hooked, uh, you want to have a clear direction. Um, they have to understand like what the adventure is, what they're supposed to do, um, not how they're supposed to do it. That's up to them. Um, but what the heck, like the adventure is, what they're supposed to be doing. That has to be very clear, and uh, there has to be something to be discovered, something to be beaten. Um, you know, they have to be able to get something out of it, and there has to be something there that they have to achieve. In the middle of an adventure plotline, um, it's also like the bulk of the uh, adventure, like how the middle of the campaign is the bulk of the campaign. Um, here they're making important decisions, they're discovering things, they're having small victories and defeats. Um, the heroes are working together to get uh, to complete this mission. Um, and then by the end, it's a climax, it's a big fight or an encounter, something like that. Um, this is an important victory or defeat. Um, you know, whether they win or lose here, or what happens here decides, uh, you know, how things might change in the future, or for them. And, obviously, character growth has happened throughout this. Um, not only, like, level-up-wise and maybe item-wise, they've gained some new items or things like that, but also, you know, personal character growth and growth as a party, right? Because they've been solving these problems together. Um, or as individuals, they've, you know, grown grown some as well. So that's kind of what a little adventure is. And so they'll have adventures over and over and over and over again, and that makes up, like, a campaign. Um, also make sure to, to put in your adventure... Connect it to the main uh, campaign plotline somehow. Um, you c it, it's very rough to have a campaign where all the adventures are just kind of random and spontaneous. Because like how the adventure, the beginning of the adventure, needs a clear direction and clear goal, so did the, pl the, the players need like, a clear goal to understand what they need to do. And they need to understand uh, you know, the campaign goal. Like, like what are they trying to do? Uh, like, they don't have to learn that super early. Um, that, you know, like, they have to save the world um, from the BBEG. They may not know that in the first, you know, couple levels because they're just little, little, you know, folk heroes in a little village. But you have to tie uh, each adventure to the campaign somehow to keep them intrigued, to keep the story moving along. Um, it, it definitely helps with pacing and with cutting down time and just everything, even if it's just a little hint that they've gotten along the adventure, that there's something fishy going on, or something like that, and eventually they later discover that it, this little adventure that they went on was actually connected to this, to this this main plotline. Um, so, anywho, that's kind of the uh, plotline for like a, a good adventure, a solid adventure. Um, but that's what a campaign. That's what a campaign is. It's an overarching story made up of smaller stories. Um, as time passes, DBG becomes more dangerous. Heroes get stronger. Heroes grow closer. Heroes get more famous. Um, and adventures and encounters become more vital to world survival or, you know, because the stakes are climbing. So let's compare this, uh, this kind of campaign structure to a story structure of like a show or a book. Um, so I'll bring up um, recently, uh, a couple of months ago, I finished watching Death Note. Uh, Death Note is a really good anime. Uh, I recommend it. it, it it's not super action-packed. It's pretty slow. Um, but it's it's really, really cool, really interesting. Anywho, 
And Death Note, basically, it's a battle of, of wits um, between these two characters. And um, one of them is trying to find out who the other one is. Um, but basically, at the very beginning of the show, um, the investigator character has, you know, has no idea who, who is doing these things and is trying to find out the other, trying to find out who the other character is. Um, the other character is just, you know, still living in their house, just like a regular high school person. And they're just, you know, setting up like little precautions. Uh, they're very intelligent. That's why, um, he's setting up like little precautions to make sure the police don't bug his house or anything like that. Um, to make sure his secret stays hidden. And some they even come across each other, like the investigator and, and this other character. And they, you know, have interactions and things, and they're, like, trying to figure out who the other person is and what where they fit in, in the whole story and things like that. But it's very small, very localized. Um, it's really exciting. I really love the beginning of the show. Um, it's very simplistic, and it's not too crazy. The stakes aren't really insane. Um, it's just really interesting to see how this one character is trying to evade the investigator. Near the middle, uh, sticks begin to climb. More, uh, more things are added to the story. Uh, different characters are coming in with different intentions and things like that. And it, it, it climbs the stakes. And it makes the two people, like, interact way more. And then, now there's danger for, for each of them. And... You know, they're kind of growing as people, growing also in power level, um, trying to figure out who the other person is and things like that. At the end of the show, um, it's very huge. It's, it's the stakes, like the world is at stake. Uh, the investigators have to find out who this person is because they're all getting, you know, they're, all, they're losing like every battle. And the, this other person is super powerful at this point and... Um, you know, pretty arrogant and, like, making sure they're, you know, like, not getting found and things like that. Um, anywho, the stakes really climb. If you watch the show, I'm not going to spoil it or anything. Um, but if, if you are familiar with the show, if you want to go watch the show, um, the stakes climb. It's pretty obvious to, to see how the story progresses and how things get more and more intense. Um, so that's kind of similar to D&D, right? Like, it starts very localized and then gets a little more intense, and then, you know, becomes, like, world-threatening, and things like that. Um, compared to something, you know, like a book, obviously stories like Lord of the Rings are pretty similar, um, because it, like, the world is at stake, but because, you know, even for such a long book in movies like Lord of the Rings, um, the time is still just limited, um, just for the length of the story, and so it's just immediately thrown into, oh, the world is at threat. Um, you know, destroying the ring is like world. It's important for the entire world's existence. And for everyone's, you know, safety. Um, whereas in, in a campaign, it doesn't start off like that. It takes a while to get into that stage for the stakes to climb like that. Um, whereas in an, epi an epic like Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, they're thrown right into the stakes are huge. And so some stories are like that. Some stories, the stakes are really small, and it's more about, like, the per the characters' personal growth and things like that. Um, but really why why D&D &D is so awesome is because, like, you can explore all these different things when creating a campaign. Um, you know, you're, you're exploring personal character growth. Uh, your you're, stakes are climbing. Things are getting more intense. Things are getting more dangerous. Um, the players have to start taking way more risks than they did before. 
And yeah, it's, it's really, it's really cool. It's a really amazing experience to play through a campaign, um, to, to watch the party grow, um, you know, as a team, as people, um, in my current campaign, uh, we're definitely in the end, uh, you know, part of the, the plot line, of the campaign plot line. Um, we've obviously been playing for two and a half years, so lots of things have happened, and we're nearing the end of the campaign. Uh, the BBEG is close to enacting their, you know, world-destroying plan, um, and the PCs are just doing everything they can, scrambling their defenses to try to figure out and try to defeat this villain. Um, they've encountered the villain a couple times before, um, They've fought him. They've lost every single time, but they were able to escape. Um, so actually, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of scale down to how our story progressed. So in the beginning, um, they were nobodies. They were just a little party of, of you know, good fighters. And they did quite a lot of traveling, actually. And they solved these little problems in these little towns. Um, and were kind of seen as heroes. Um, you know, they focused on just solving little, little problems. Um, but they became, you know, they were, they were getting stronger and they were getting more powerful as a team. And they even encountered the BBEG uh, at the, somewhere, like, pretty early on in the campaign. They, they saw the BBEG um, and just ran away. <laughs> um, and then in the middle, um, they, you know, really started growing as, as characters, growing as a team, they gained, they got way more powerful, they got a, f you know, they got a few more members, they gained some powerful items to try to defeat, uh, the, the villain, and try to solve some problems, um, crazy things happened, um, just like how in Death Note, like, different characters came in, different things came in that had their own intentions, and made things chaotic, um, they explored some personal PC arcs, um, a little bit, so, for example, um, one of the characters is Rassikar, um, Gabriel Laidlaw, who um, I had an episode with earlier on in the show. Um, his character, Rassikar, one of his big story, personal like story things was he didn't know who his father was. Uh, he knew he was some kind of celestial being, but he didn't know who he was. And turns out his father was like the evil god of undeath. And so the party went to try to help him out with that. Like, They went to the underworld and... They had a whole adventure there. Um, they almost fought the dad, but it turns out that Rascar was able to convince him to become good again. And they, you know, so they so they explored that personal PC arc, and so everyone kind of grew there. Definitely Rascar. Um, another character named Vildrin. Uh, he's a dark elf who escaped the, um, you know, the, the the evil dark elf society underground. But they had to go back down to his his old city to get this powerful end and to defeat this villain. And, you know, down there he had to face his past again. Uh, this, his heel, he actually had his own kind of personal villain, another drow who was hunting him uh, and wanted to kill him. So, you know, he kind of had personal growth and we, the party kind of followed his personal uh, arc in the middle of the campaign. So a lot of things happened. Stakes were climbing as they were getting more powerful. And now we're in the end. Uh, they're infamous heroes of the land. Everyone knows about them. They're, they know that they're the only ones who can save everyone. Uh, world danger is imminent, um, and they're just focusing right now just immediately, like, how do we defeat the BBEG before they enact their plan? Um, how do we protect what's left of this world? Um, 
And so I think actually our campaign, obviously there's been some mistakes, and obviously as players and as me as a DM, we're, uh, we're all not perfect, so we haven't, you know, we haven't told like the perfect story and had the perfect game. But I think our campaign is, is a pretty good example of how character, you know, sorry, not character, how how story goes, how the, the campaign should progress. Um, so yeah, um, so if you were DM listening to this, um, hopefully you, you kind of got something out of that. Um, now that I have, cause I've learned so much from this campaign. Uh, when I first started it, I was not very good at like planning or coming up with stories or anything like that. I've grown so, so much over this campaign. And now that I've been doing some planning for my next campaign, um, you know, the first thing I did was, okay, what's the main plot line? What's the main campaign arc? Who's the BBEG? And then now, what are some kind of smaller adventures that I can plan that, you know, raise the stakes and progress as they go? Obviously, leaving room for player background integration and, uh, you know, different character choices and things like that. Um, but if you're a DM who's planning for a campaign, uh, you probably want to plot this out. Obviously, not super detailed because the players are going to do whatever they want. They may not go the avenue you, you choose, but you have to, but you have to, you know, plot out like, what is the campaign story? What's the problem they need to be solved? Who's the villain? What's the force of evil that they're trying to defeat? Um, you know, like that, like, like how you would plan any story. Um, and then whenever, when it gets to the time for planning specific adventures that the players are going on, you know, what's hooking them in? Um, what's the problem that needs to be solved in this little adventure? What kind of events do they, and encounters do they meet along the way? And then what's the, the, the last climax? What's, what's the thing that will change how the rest of the story progresses? Uh, and what happens to the characters uh, and things like that? So there it is. Uh, this episode's uh, pretty short, but um, hope you enjoyed it. Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you all learned something. I hope I was able to answer some of your questions. Um, thank you so much for listening, uh, and I will be back here on Monday. Thanks. Thanks.